I'm Allison Katzkowski, otherwise known as The Allison K. I'm a fitness innovator and entrepreneur turned business mentor and retreat master. A client experience is more than just making the sale or the transaction. A client experience is about how it's put together so that clients can receive amazing real transformation. Here you'll hear all about how the industry leaders are creating amazing experiences. I'm always going to give it to you straight because I know your time is valuable. Are you ready? Let's get into the show. Welcome to this week's edition of Creating the World's Best Client Experiences. I'm Allison Katzkowski, your host. I'm excited to be with you on this Thursday, and I hope that you're having a fabulous week. So my guest today is coming to me from across the big pond, if you will. Um, he's located in Sweden, and today I'm talking to Anthony Lacani. I'm going to let him, we're going to have a really interesting conversation about not just what he does and how he serves his clients, but really what his vision and his mission is. Because I feel like in this show in particular, I always want you, the listener, to be able to, you know, understand what a client experience can be like, um, because that's what we're all about here. So thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. Uh, excellent to, to to be with you now. I, look, I, I was looking forward to this for a while, so so cool. Yay, outstanding. So please introduce yourself first, though. I would love for you just to, I know you and I have talked offline some, but I would love for you to tell my audience a little bit about you. Sure, uh, and I will start with correcting you. <laughs> my name is Anthony Lassinai. Uh, this is one of those things that I make a fun of when I do my, my speeches. Uh, since I've been called everything from lasagna to last night, you know. <laughs> uh, so that's, that. that's one of those okay. things. Probably one of those things that made me also be very curious and almost passionate about the topic of human communication, which is my area of expertise. Uh, okay. How hard can it be? You know, why, why, why can't I even pronounce my name or things like that? And I had uh, I had an, an, an incident, you can say, when I was pretty young. I'm not that young anymore. I'm, I'm turning 55 within a month. Um, but I remember being 24, about 24 years old, when I was held at gunpoint at one point in my life, and, and uh, uh, I got away with that without, uh, you know, uh, a bullet in my body or a black eye or my wallet intact. Everything was okay. So when I came home after that, I was just thinking, what happened? And from that on, I think I was even more obsessed with understanding the dynamics and the keys and the principles of, of communication. What did I say yeah. Yeah. to make them kind of go away without anything? You know, just happy. Yeah, he was a nice guy, they said, when I left, which was really strange. Uh, so that was that was one of those incidents in my life. You know, you have those pivotal moments. Absolutely. You know, where something happens and then it just takes you on another route almost. It didn't take me on another route. I was already interested in, you know, relationship building. I was working with sales. I was studying marketing at nighttime. I was doing all those things. But that particular, uh, you know, happening was was one of those things that kind of made me, you know, explore this further. And this was 1992. So I've been doing this for more than 30 years. First, I was employed in different companies and doing the corporate career thing. And then I left in 2006 to be an entrepreneur. Yeah, and and uh, help my clients, uh, you know, having great experiences. Of course, absolutely. Uh, That's what it's all about. Definitely, I wouldn't be in this business for seventeen years by myself if I if I had no clue on how to do that part. Yeah, yeah. So so let's start there. Let's start with what 
Let, let's talk for a little bit about really your area of expertise, which is communication. Why do you think people don't really know how to communicate? Maybe they don't really understand exactly what communication is. It's such a, it's it's so hard that it's almost you know humorous sometimes. We say you know I I get everyone, but they don't get me. What, what's wrong with them? Why don't I? What what was all these misunderstandings going on? I don't I don't get it. I think that we have this idea that just because we learned how to say one words when we were one year old and two years two words when we were two years old, we have this idea that we know communication. We know how to put sentences together. I mean, this is not my my native language, but I'm trying at least to do well enough, you know. And I'm out there in the world, you know, doing keynotes and all that. But it's it's bloody hard. Yeah. I guess one of the reasons is that we. St- still have this idea that this, the world and, and the universe is centered around us. So we focus much more on ourselves than, than people around us. Yeah, that's a very means good that point. We're not curious enough. Uh, we want to get our messages across without really taking in what's happening around us. There's a lot of things going on there that, that make us um, misunderstand people and also be misunderstood. Yeah, I bet. What do you think? Why do you think that is, though, with people? They just they don't really quite know what it is, or maybe they've just never learned how. You know, from in different countries, we can say you're more or less good at this. But at least in in, in where I come from and the countries I visited, many of them have no kind of pure education when it comes to how we get along with each other, how we communicate with each other. We talk about math. Uh, we talk about how to read and write and and other things. But how much do we really talk about how we communicate with each other in order to to you know perform well together to cooperate mm-hmm. together? We don't. It's kind of a given. Right. It's like in the corporate world, very few people know how to lead a proper meeting. Mm-hmm. It's just part of what you should know, just yeah. because you have a white collar and and are, are in meetings. It's right. not that simple. You know, you can yeah. do it. You know, you can wing it, but it doesn't mean that it's really good. Yeah, and that's I guess why we also see still a lot of presentation skills training. That's what people focus on. Hey, let me do some presentation skills training. At least that part I want to nail down. So that happens from time to time, but that's about it. Yeah, well, it's just it's interesting that you say that because I think I think you've really hit on something. I think there's a difference between speaking to somebody and having a conversation and actually hearing and understand the message and communicate back, right? Yeah, so you have conversations and presentations when it comes to communication. And of course, you have written communication, you have chat, you have your emails, you have all of those things as well. But you, know, you have, but sim- in, in its simplicity, it's kind of you have a sender, you have a receiver, and you have something that goes between those two. That's it. Yeah. So what do you think then is, I just want to go a little deeper here if we can. What do you think is the real problem with communication for most people? Let's just talk like at the 50,000 square foot view idea first. It's the notion that we believe that people got what we just said, for instance. Hmm. But but the problem is, first of all, you cannot really say what you mean. What's in your head is, is kind of a a blur and whatever comes out of my mouth right now is not exactly perhaps what I wanted to say, but I think I did. You know, I I I, I have my intentions clear. Yeah. But you then are supposed to interpret what I mean and not only what I say. And the more poor communication you have, 
the harder it is. We are doing this over a Zoom call. This is kind of next best, but but it's not the best. If we would be in the same room, if, if I were, were to fly to you in uh, Florida, for instance, and we will meet in the same room, that's the richest form of communication. I agree. Uh, this is this is not even close, but this is this good enough, right? But then yeah. you have you know phones, and then you have emails and chat and smoke signals. It just becomes worse and worse and worse. Yeah. But we still believe that people get what we're trying to get across yeah. without also listening back. So yeah. for me, I talk about three communication superpowers. Can I can I take those three? Absolutely, those yeah, absolutely. Go right ahead. So uh, one of them is empathy. Empathy, so that I try to understand you. I really want to focus on you. I'm present, curious, interested instead of interesting. Mm -hmm. Already here, a lot of us fail. We are not really interested in other people. We are interested in ourselves. Mm -hmm. So you know, you probably heard that saying. You know, enough talk about me. Let's talk about you. What do yes. you think about yes. me? Yes, all and the time. Back in, me, 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 mm -hmm. me. So empathy is number one. It's um, for me, it's also the number one in priority. If you don't know who you talk to, how can you have the other superpowers in place? Uh, the second one is clarity. So if empathy is about me understanding you or you understanding me, clarity is for you to, you know, it's for me to understand you. I mean, if you say something, you want me to feel that I get it. You know, you want me to feel smart. And, and if you don't, you haven't been clear. So clarity is number two. We need to be clear in our message. And here is also where we sometimes go wrong. We are um, using an indirect language. We can use a weak language. We can we can spill our guts and talk so much that we don't even know what's important in all that. You know, the message that comes across. What in in five minutes did you say that I should really focus on? What is it yeah. within yeah. this whole set, you know storm of, of words that comes out? So clarity is number two, and we can do a lot with that, you know, and we can do a lot with empathy as well, different levels of listening, different levels, uh, different types of questions, all sorts of things. But also when it comes to clarity, you know, can, do you use metaphors in your language, analogies? Do you, um, do you work with the power of three? Do you work with storytelling? Do you work with, there's so many things you can do to make people really get it. And the third one is energy, the nonverbal communication where you show with your with the way you sound with the way you look that you really believe in what you are saying mm -hmm. and that is the oldest form of communication that's been absolutely around for long before we can you know say any words right so that's kind of prevalent that's if if i don't if there's a mismatch between what you say alison and, and how you say it i will yeah. i will look at how you say it first yeah yeah that is most important and sometimes that's we go wrong here as well we try to fake it, and, and it doesn't come across as, as genuine and authentic. And we kind of get this, we're not, we're not aware of it, perhaps, it's unconscious notion that something is off, you know, something is off. Mm -hmm. uh, and sometimes we listen to that signal, you know, gut feeling that there's something not really working here, or we don't pay attention to it, and perhaps mm -hmm. we fall into whatever trap that is. Yeah. And sometimes I, I have a saying that I like to use is, I can't quite put my finger on it, but something is, mm. right? But there's something there. You picked it up unconsciously. I mean, unconsciously, we pick up so many things, so many clues, but not everything goes up to our consciousness. So we don't really know sometimes why we, we are feeling uneasy or very happy and optimistic or yes. whatever it can be. Yes. Well, one of, one of my other sayings that I like to say all the time, especially with my the entrepreneurs that I work with, is it's always about how we're being. It's not always about what we're doing. Mm. Yeah. Bring out your authentic, uh, positive self. Some people say, you know, this is interesting. Some people say, just be yourself. 
Yeah. And I said, no, 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 for God's sake, don't be yourself. I mean, I can be grumpy and irritated and, and, and uh, you know, sleep deprived. I'm not going to be that person in front of a customer. I'm going to be my best self. So I need to be myself plus 10, 20 percent. Then Absolutely. I can right. be myself. That type of person I want to be. So, so don't bring your 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 miserable self. Be your bring your A game to whatever client yeah. you have because that that makes a difference, a big difference actually. Yeah, they want to feel yeah, seen, totally. and heard, and respected, and liked. You know, that's what they wanted. Yeah, but again, that goes to the energy piece of yes communication. Yes. It's like we have to be onto ourselves too. Yeah, sometimes you have to turn on almost a switch. It's like with empathy when talk about you know being really interested. It's not that easy, even for for coaches like us. Sometimes we just need to kind of mentally put on that, you know, light bulb switch. You know, now I'm going to listen. I'm going to listen. I'm not going to focus on myself. I'm not even going to. I'm going to ask my inner inner voice to shut up now and just yeah. be there. Yeah, uh, yeah just be present. So mm. yeah, which is difficult for people to do. Oh yeah, I mean, and you have this judgmental voice saying something or trying to judge whatever it is, and and that's kind of just be quiet. Let me just be in the moment. And 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 give that one precious gift that I can never get back, which is my time, and of course yeah. paired with attention. Yeah, um, that's some of the best praise I ever got. Is probably when my client says, "You're really present when you when, yeah. when we speak." Well, you're exactly right because time is our most valuable valuable commodity and asset. Honestly, yeah, you never get it back. Yeah, it's gone. Yeah, and whoever yeah. listens to this podcast, uh, Alison, I mean, I have such a great respect and, and great. I mean, I'm so grateful because you spend your time on this, and I just hope that there's something in what we're saying that just makes you just take one extra step, develop. Absolutely, absolutely. So, so this is like the three superpowers. This is like gold for people listening because I've never quite heard anybody frame communication quite like that, and I think. Really, when it comes down to it, it's really about the basics. Oh, yes, it is. And there's a lot of science behind it. I'm, I'm, I'm just one of those persons who like to make sure that we get the message across, clarity. Uh -huh. So, I, I I mean, I have tons and tons of things beneath the surface. But when I aggregate it, I, I always come to the conclusion that we have we have empathy, we have clarity, we have energy. Yeah. And then absolutely. you can, you can you know, fill around with all sorts of things uh, yeah. underneath so the surface. Tell us Tell us about your business. Tell us about like how you work with people and let's let's go there. So basically, I do two things today. I do keynotes. I am a global speaker. So I'm out traveling the world. Uh, it used to be a lot of uh, online seminars for a while that you know why, of course, but but now it's back into the traveling part. And, and the strange thing is I'm, I'm a global speaker who don't like to travel, but I do it because I love to arrive and meet the people at the destination. And be in person, the travel right? Part like you is said. Just something I have to do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that that's something I do. I, I'm, I'm, uh, and then my topics then is about how you kind of link communication with engagement and how that leads to performance and results. So the better you communicate and meet, greet and treat each other, the more engaged and motivated you will be, which means that you will do a better job, which means that you will get a better results. That's kind of the link. And then I can talk about those different things. But for, for me, um, that is the, the pure kind of interaction or, or interdependencies I can see within those two. And sometimes I focus very much on communication then, and sometimes I focus more on engagement and motivation. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so there's different kind of uh, aspects to what I speak about, but it's kind of the same core. I call yeah. all of that work-based communication. 
And then I train people in the same things. I train people in presentation skills, or I train people in other type of communication skills and, and do workshops when it comes to goal setting and motivational boosters and self-leadership, mm-hmm. um, things like that. So that those are my two main things. And of course, apart from that, I, I've written a number of books. I, I, I write columns to different leadership magazines and, and uh, get invited to national TV in Sweden and talk about how we communicate and how we are motivated and so on. So yeah, you, that's what I do. I love my so job. You've got you've got the speaker arm, which involves yeah. travel and you know presenting and all of that. And then you have mm-hmm. a piece over here where you actually work with people one on one and small group and companies. What does that look like? Yeah, exactly. So it's uh, it could be a group setting, like a department or a group of executives that want to be just better communicator and presenters, for instance. We do it can, be, it can be a two two three day thing. It could be spread over a year. I have different type of programs for, in place for that, and I also have some one on one coaching as well. Not not coaching. I mean, co- I actually I'm, I'm actually a certified coach. Coaching for me, pure coaching is when I just ask questions and you come up with whatever right. is inside you. You have the answers, but they don't want that from me. Really, they want me to to bring the ex- my expertise as well. So it's more of, of a training, I would say, like a personal trainer in that case. I don't do too like much. A personal of that. trainer for communication. Sometimes. I like that. I didn't hear you there, Alison. Sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. I said I, you said you're a personal trainer for communication. I like that. Has a catchy ring. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so uh, yeah. So I have those two, you know, two legs more or less. Okay. Sometimes people want me to be, you know, a facilitator or or an MC as well. That's basically because they know I've done so much of that in my, in my, in my career i don't talk about that so much nowadays yeah. it, it's super fun but it's uh well i don't position myself as it anymore it's just yeah it's, i can do it but i don't yeah, uh, talk about it yeah no no i get that so so if so if people were talk to me a little bit about your client experience about how you set that up it sounds like the majority of what you do is the speaking and you're you're kind of like being this visionary leader where you're describing your process but talk to me a little bit about how your client experience um, looks like. Like, walk me through the, the process. I know it depends on the person and the client, but but I'm sure you have a protocol of some type that you work. There is a there is a process, of course, and and it's good that you mentioned client or customer experience. Is that is a broader yeah. term than just saying yeah. customer service, which is yes. uh, I would say a more narrow term. Right, I would agree. Um, I would I would first say that I I don't do cold calling. So I I've done like twelve perhaps in seventeen years or something like that. So people mm-hmm. find me anyway for you know different ways. Perhaps they found me on LinkedIn when I do my my post about communication and leadership and so on, or they they heard me speak, or they've have somebody else have recommended me. That's kind of how I get my business. So right. from that perspective, it's it's a it's a better start. I don't need to just say, "Hey, my name is Anthony Lassinai, and and I am who do you say you are?" Yeah. So so it's easier from that perspective. They, they often search me. Then uh-huh. um, we start off. The with people the, find you. <laughs> yeah, they find me, and then then mm-hmm. we start off with finding a time to to speak. Often like this on a video call nowadays. Before it was mm-hmm. perhaps a phone or, or, or we visited each, each other. Uh, and in that meeting, in that meeting, that's kind of where the first magic should happen. I mean, if not before, that's where yeah. it is for me. Uh, from a customer experience perspective, it happens before somebody has recommended me, or they perhaps have found me in 
I don't know, through my webpage, which by the way, I have specially designed as a global speaker. So if, if you look at anthonylassinai.com, I spent like months searching best practices. What, what is it that really works? And yeah. then I created my own page. So, so it has to, the kind of, uh, yeah. if you have a first impression right. online, that will probably be the first impression. They will see immediately what I do. Yeah. So what I'm, what I'm hearing you profile. say about that, this is a really key that I think I really want to emphasize for a minute. What I'm hearing you say is that you set the intention right from the get-go about the experience that you want people to have at the first interaction they have with you. Yeah, and, and again, even before they even talk to me, they should, mm -hmm. by, by seeing my LinkedIn profile or by watching, my, uh, looking at my webpage, they should get a feel for yeah. who I am and what I want yeah. to bring, what kind yeah. of value I want to bring to them. Yeah, so that's important that. to me. Yeah. Uh, and then once we start to talk, you know, I'm I'm pretty easygoing. Uh, most people seem to like that. Otherwise, I wouldn't be in the business, I guess. Uh, so we have a good start. I'm listening, being attentive, writing down things, trying to figure out if I understood them correctly. Um, and then often that leads to some sort of, you know, assignment. Uh -huh. So so then I, I go out there and do my training or I, I give my keynote. And of course, in that, I'm trying to be as service-minded as I possibly can. They might say, hey, can you do an interview on your day? Of course, I can do an interview. Can you do an, a short article before? Yeah, I do an article. Can you do a pre-video where you say, oh, I'm looking forward to meet you? Of course, I will do that. So, so I kind of give them as much as I possibly can mm -hmm. so that they feel that they really get value for money. Okay. Um, so you basically, uh, what I'm hearing you say is that you yeah. really customize a container once you talk to somebody. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I have some things I want to get get across. Of course, they they wouldn't hire me for for doing Excel you know, presentations or CRM system presentation. I don't know anything about that, but with my expertise, I want to get that across. I'm listening to them. I always want to bring their examples from them. I'm trying to you know figure out where they are. We talk a lot about you know what is your pain points, what is your dreams and hopes, and and is there anything you want to share with me about where you are right now? And you see you know in your in your business. So I'm trying to get that and also give examples back to that audience. Yeah. So if I talk to HR people, for instance, let's, of course, I'm going to use HR examples. If I talk right. about to innovators, I'm going to talk about inventions and, and how to capitalize it, but still within my area of expertise. So I'm just trying to give them the flavor of this is for you. This is yeah. for you. And then I add oh. tons of, of extras around it so that they really feel that, oh, man, not only do right. I get a speech, I got all of this as well. Oh, my God, is he giving away his book, the downloadable version, at least for, for part of this? Wow. You know, things like that. Yeah. So I'm trying to give them as much uh, positive experience as they can. Very yeah. easy to work with, I hope, at least, that they feel that way. And probably they do. Yeah. Uh, so that they feel that, you know, this is, this is some, someone we can work with. Yeah. More than once. Is there like a minimum amount of time that you, I know it, you, it sounds like you customize it based on who you're talking to and what, what it is that the customer really wants or the client really wants too. You know, some some uh, of my speaker colleagues say that uh, I'm not going to customize anything. I, this works so well that it's going to be like a performance, a show. And I can totally respect that because if you have your signature stories in place in a certain order, that's going to be awesome, probably. And I, I'm leaning towards that a bit because I know I also have some signature stories I want to get across because I know they really make an impact, sometimes even transformational impact. 
but I also want to have an element at least like it's, let's say it's an 80-20 thing. So 80% is what I what I know I want to get across. I already know that. But 20% could be something I can elaborate around and, and, and try to, you know, make sure that I, I hit some of those things that they want to talk about. If they have, you know, core values like words, let me find out what those words are so I can bring them into my speech. Yeah. I want to do that extra. And and it does take more time to do it like that. Mm-hmm. But it's worth it. For me, it's worth it at least. Yeah. Well, it sounds like just based on what you shared that it's not just really customizing the experience, but it's really like dialing into those communication superpowers that you mentioned and then deciding what you think is going to be the best approach. And so you guys are like on a journey together. Yeah, you know, if if you if your topic is about communication superpowers and you don't know how to communicate yourself, you're probably going to lose out pretty quickly. Right? You can be an awesome football coach without being the best football player. Of course. But you cannot be good uh, you, know, you cannot be a bad communicator if you want to talk about communications. Uh, at least not the way I do it. That would be that would be weird. So so yeah, I I'm I, I'm trying to be at the, my, my bring my A game again, you know, every time. No, I love it. I love it. It's right. just it's a very interesting approach, but at the same time, it's very client centered, is really what's coming up for me. As oh yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But I have failed. Oh my god, yes, I have failed. Well, let's uh, talk know, about that. Let's talk about some of the challenges that you've had. And feel free to use any real life examples, or if you just would rather keep it in general terms, that's okay too. So, hey, if you're wondering how you can put together an amazing client experience, or maybe you're doing these in your business already and you're thinking about how you can innovate and change, I want to offer you a free gift. Go to my website at www.theallisonk.com forward slash mini hyphen retreat playbook. If you go to the homepage of my website and scroll to the bottom, you can punch your email address in and get it sent directly to your inbox. It's my free gift. This is my five-step process that I use in creating every experience, retreat, and event that I do in my business. And I would love to be able to share it with you absolutely free. Head to my website again, www.theallisonk.com forward slash mini hyphen playbook and grab your copy of that now. Yeah, sure. I mean, we, we we learn from from actually we should learn even more from our successes and really dwell on why we succeeded. We we do that way too seldom, I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, we should we should focus more on yeah, why did we do, why did this go so well? But we yeah. never do. We always say, okay, that went well. Now to the next thing. And if Very something good goes point. bad, then we stop and say, oh my god, why did it go so bad? But again, a couple of crash and burns from my side. I I, I don't mind sharing it. Uh, one burn. that happened just a few years ago, about this time frame, mm-hmm. I was pretty worn out. I was tired. I had so much work, uh, and and I was so there was one more. This was a this was a, a virtual uh, keynote because this was in the midst of the pandemic. I listened to the client. We talked to each other twice. And she said something that made me think that they were very inexperienced as uh, you know working with the, with a virtual type of, of um, communication. They, they were therapists, so they okay. were supposed mm-hmm. to work with patients over over teams. And she said something that just triggered me. It's saying, "Okay, they don't really get this. I mean, we, I need to get to start from the from the very start, you know, from the from the bottom up. You know, they don't even have a camera on. What's what's going on here? I need to help them here. So I started." 
on such a basic level that they got really annoyed with me afterwards saying, you know, do we know these things? That this was not what we expected. And I, I'm, it wasn't on them. It was me. I wasn't yeah. paying enough attention to everything they said. I just focused on that one thing, which for me is the first level of listening, the superficial level of listening, where you listen only to respond or when you listen only to find that keyword and then you don't want to listen anymore. You block yourself. Interesting. That's it's like I you're did. listening for a certain something that you think you're going to hear. And once you hear it, you run with it, right? That's what happens with me. So I did not have the empathy that I should have had. So I delivered a pretty good speech, actually. It was pretty good, solid, but it was the wrong speech. It was the wrong speech. And that this haunts me to this day, even though wow. this was like three years ago, because I don't want to mess up anytime. They didn't have to pay. I just, you know, whatever. We just stop it. I'm, I apologize. It was, it was the wrong thing for me. So that's one of those things I did that was, you know, from a delivery, from a product perspective, that was really bad. But also, I'm trying things. I've tried a couple of virtual assistants to help me out because, uh, you know, time constraints and, and some of them has not worked out at all. I've, I've tried sometimes to to go. I remember starting this company. I was thinking, oh, event organize, event event project managers, those are my way into the market. They are not my way into the market. I realized that pretty quickly that they are focused on logistics and they are really good at it as well. But they are not the one who brings in an MC or a speaker. They, they, that, they leave that to, to the client. Um, so it took me a little while to understand that I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get the attention of the wrong people. Yeah. You know, I don't, yeah. this is not the way to go. So, so I have to adjust. And that's probably one of those things that I would recommend everyone. I got that from, from a, uh, the pioneer in mental training. His name is Lars Erik Unestål. He's from Sweden. He was the first sports psychologist in any. Olympics in 1974. He was uh, working with the Swedish swim, swim team. He says he said to me, and it was so powerful. Said, "Here's what you should do: you should persevere and give up quickly." Hmm. And what he meant with that is that you should keep your long-term goal, but whichever road you take that doesn't lead you there, just realize that it's a dead end and go find another way. Find yeah. another way. Find another way. Yeah, like like the like the legend of Thomas Edison having to try a thousand times to get that bloody light bulb to shine. He didn't <laughs> try the same way for a thousand times. He tried it a thousand different times until yeah. he got that light bulb to shine. So sometimes we're we're so stuck in in what we've done, and perhaps we say, "Oh, I just invested so much money in this. I just have to keep going." No, you don't. If it doesn't yeah. work, then skip it. Or if it's a good idea. But the execution is wrong. Well, change the execution. It yeah. might be that the idea is right, but you just suck at doing it, and you need yeah. to be better at doing it. Yeah. Before, so don't give up from that reason, but just find out what is it that doesn't work here. Yeah. Well, I just—it's so interesting that you say that because so many people that I talk to say, "Well, I just—I've come this far. I don't really want to stop now." But you know, if you're doing the wrong things and you're not you're not helping yourself move go along any further, it doesn't matter how much time you spend doing it. Uh, yeah, exactly. I have a I have a I've been working with a coach in in South Africa. He's from New Zealand from the beginning, but we're in South Africa. He and his wife, they're awesome people. Mike and Landy, and and I remember I remember Mike said to me, "So many people, probably you too," he said, "doing the wrong things right." Yeah, and and that was just. What do you mean? Well, you know, do you spend all your time on posting things on social media instead of talking to customers? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I said because it's easier to post another thing on social media than to talk to customers. It's absolutely. Uh, you know. 
Well, it's like people sort of look at like what's going to what's the highest and best use of my time here. And sometimes people, I think, view, especially with social media, if I do a post and I can 100 people will see it, that's going to be more valuable than speaking to one person. Yeah, so I guess you have to differ between brand building activity and money making activity. Those are two different things, not necessarily um, correlated. I do get business from LinkedIn. People see my my post and say, hey, I want that guy. But it doesn't happen that often compared to the, the amount of of insights yeah. I share, but it does yeah. build my brand. Yeah. Well, and it's still about having the conversations with people that build the relationships. Yeah. 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 And the same goes for, for me being on TV and things like that. I have a PR agent who helped me with that. So, so she puts me on, on TV and so on. That it doesn't automatically mean that I would get a lot of new business. Uh, it's mm-hmm. a long, you know, you're playing the long game, you're building your reputation, you're building your brand yeah. um, to be the one in your business and so on. So that yeah. whenever things comes up, they should think about me in that case. If it's about engagement and communication and leadership, they should think about me. Yeah. So that's why I do it. That's why I spend and invest my money on it. But but I cannot be upset that I don't get you know, a number of, of assignments just because I was on TV. It, yeah. it doesn't really work that way. Yeah. Well, and it's like you said, you're playing the long game. The word yeah. I like to use is a slow burn. The slow burn. You just keep dripping on people because you never know that one instance is going to put somebody over the edge and they're going to say, I'm ready. Right. Yeah. It's so interesting when you, when you get the calls or emails from people who say, hey, uh, you did that training nine years ago. I still remember it. And now I want to do something because I'm in a position where I can hire you. Yeah. yeah. I, I guess you have felt the same thing. You know, it's, Absolutely. Kind of, it's a good feeling. All the time. I get, I get messages from people. I don't know if you remember me or not. That's usually what they start with. But I met you here or I heard this or you did that. And I'm like, oh, well, great. You know, it's like you just people just have different windows of time that decide if they're ready or not. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So share with us some of your wins, like some of the some of the things that you've done that just reaffirm your why or, you know what, I'm exactly in the right place and I'm doing exactly the right thing. Uh, although I'm, I'm one of those persons who are never completely satisfied with anything I do, it's, 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 a, it's a flaw I have, I think. Uh, it is an amazing feeling when I when I can see the light bulb. It turns on from people. I can see it in their eyes that something just happened. Interesting. That is uh, that is so amazing. I know you you have the same feeling. You 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 experienced this a number of times. Absolutely. I, I don't know if I should mention one one particular one. It's just it's just that thing that happens sometimes in trainings, but also in in in, in my keynotes as well. I just you know I I, I get that re, re, we said that affirmation or that kind of afterwards when people come up and say you know what when you said that when you said that that's something i'm going to bring with me mm-hmm. for instance um, just a few days ago i was uh, in another city in in, in my home country and and uh, this manager who, who brought me in he said you know what uh, you talked about all of this and empathy and all that and i i just realized that i don't spend enough time i don't take enough time to listen to people to really stop and let them speak their words and and so i can and their mind so i can really take it in i don't do that i'm too stressed that's going to be that that was my number one thing from what i took away from this session which was pretty awesome no kidding 
I would say yeah. communication person and someone's telling you that it's like, it doesn't get much better than that. Right. No, that's, that's, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And the same goes for wherever I'm in the world. It's just one of those things that is happy. And you know what? Getting applause as part of your work. What an ego boost this is. We, we, well, I, we, I mean, I, mean, I think if we're all really being honest, we all want that. We all want to be recognized, right? Yeah, we do. We want we want that kind of feeling of, of being inside and not outside, being appreciated, being significant, making a difference. Why else are we being here if we don't make yes. any difference? It's like that saying with that, you know, that... Uh, the, the janitor, uh, the cleaner in NASA, you heard the story probably a thousand times, mm-hmm. a thousand times when, when John F. Kennedy asked him, what are you doing? Well, I'm helping, you know, I'm helping out put a, put a man on the moon. Mm-hmm. Uh, just having that sense of purpose yeah. is pretty strong. If you, if you have that sense of purpose, if you understand why you put on this earth, you know, how can you make a positive difference in, in people's lives or for the planet, then that will, that will be your engine. That will be Right. Everything you need, more or less. Well, I and I just, I, I, don't think, think I, I work with the most important thing. I don't. Yeah. People who pick up plastics from the ocean or, or plant new trees or save lives by life treating, you know, uh, therapists, they are more, more important than me. Yeah. But if I can help them, that's my kind of cause. That's what yeah. I do. I want to help them. Yeah. Well, I think we get into business because we want to make a difference, right? But we also want to leave the world a better place than when we came to it. Too. We want to leave our stamp somewhere, right? And well, that's what yeah, I'm many of us, at least, yeah, yeah. Not all. Yeah. The world wouldn't be in such a mess if if everybody had that same idea. No, that's the climate true. crisis and whatever we have, you know, it's um, hmm, we're not doing that well. Well, I think I think we can all benefit from learning to listen to each other more and learning to use your word, to have the empathy, the clarity, and the energy in the right places so that we can communicate in a much more effective way, right? Yeah. And then it hits me after a while uh, when I was preaching this, you know, energy, empathy, clarity, and all that. Actually, you can use the same words inwards instead. Do I have clarity? Do I understand who my favorite client is? You know, who do I want to go for? Who who don't I want to have as a client, for instance? Yeah. What is? Am I clear in my own values and my mission and my goals? Mm-hmm. Do I have the energy to get there? And and am I, you know, allowing myself to also have empathy towards myself and self compassion? Because yeah. sometimes you just fail or you, you stumble, you fall. Are you okay with that? Or are you yeah. going to beat yourself down? Well, so nobody ever actually... said it was going to be easy. No, no, no. It's Life not. is fifty fifty. Like one of the books I read about speaking, the speaking business. If you if you only want uh, you know positive recognition, get a puppy dog. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and you it's have- good. <laughs> we have hard work. Being entrepreneurs is, is sometimes is, is super fun. I don't regret yeah. a second that I left the corporate career back in two thousand and six. I don't, but I'm not going to pretend it's it's uh, it's a breeze. I'm not. Oh, I'm so, with I'm you. Not- I'm with you. It's like it's it, it. Nobody gets into business expecting it to be super easy, and if they do, they need to think about that again. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then, of course, you can have different type of, of entrepreneurs, type of business models, different markets that, that gives you different amount of money. I, I'm in a business where I can make pretty, pretty decent money or what I do so I can have a good life and, and, you know, with my family mm-hmm. and all that. And my wife, of course, works as well. So we both, you know, contribute to this. Uh, yeah. I think she has a higher salary than me. I don't even know, but, but I guess so. 
but but the fact that we can do this and have a comfortable life it's it's of course very good yeah it's, it's uh, absolutely well the point is is that we want to have the we want to be doing our work and serving people so that we can have the life that we want to because ultimately we want to be the product of our product too yeah and you said something that is really important for me the word serve mm-hmm. having that servant mentality I, I i claim and i write it sometimes on my slides you get the team and the customers you deserve and yes. serve in capital letters yeah it's so important it's all about that's what it's all about mm. so i mean the money what what we make in our business is, is just an energy byproduct but it's the work that we do with them that's the difference maker I think it was Churchill who said, this is one of my favorite quotes ever. He said, uh, you make a living by what you get. You make a life by what you give. Yes. And I kind of live with that in my mind, in the back of my mind all the time. So what can you say to the, the people out there listening and they're wondering, like, maybe they've done work with other communication experts. Maybe they've been in communication programs or whatever. What do you say to those people that are looking for something different? Looking for something different. Communication is uh, lo- has been around for a long time. Now, I, I think first of all, focus on on the empathy part. Focus on focus not on yourself. Focus yes. on who you want to uh, you know please, who you want to serve, not please, yes. but serve. Focus mm-hmm. there first. If you do that, the rest is easier. Yes. But if you if you go if you go wrong. In that part, then mm-hmm. you're going to have an uphill battle all the time. Yeah. So focus there first. Then, then, then whatever comes after that, you can you can handle more or less. If you, if they, if you are genuine, if people feel that you really genuinely want to understand their business, if you're if you're likable, if you will, it doesn't really matter if you have all the techniques in place. If you know, if you don't know exactly how your hands should be, or, or, or. Um, how you should move around if, if you have a you know like a speech or something that is of course next level if you want to take that one one more step but but first of all understand who you talk to yes. and be really you know in 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 tune with your message that that you then want to get across so that people feel mm-hmm. that you're really congruent mm-hmm. uh, congruent is that word when 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 what you say and how you say it, it makes sense they, they are in right, right, each other right um, so if you are that, then you can kind of get away with a lot of things. But if you don't have that, then, then it becomes so problematic. And if, if you're in your head all the time, and you're not present, it's much harder for you to, mm-hmm. to, to, to listen, but also to get your message across. So, so all the communication will be hampered if you're not there. Yes. So that would be my first advice. And then believe in that. what you're saying and show it is my, yeah. is my second advice. No, I love that. I think for anybody listening, that's good advice. So yeah, 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 yeah. And then we can work on details. And just being there, 100% of you, not 50%, right? Yeah. I did some studies on, on the science of charisma, for instance, just to figure out what that is. And that is the same thing. If if I want to aggregate the science of charisma, it's the same three superpower words we talk about again. Interesting. It's those things. Yeah. I love that. I just I've never quite heard people in communication studies or whatever, like refer to it the way that you did. So I just think that's, it's a really interesting edge to to how you provide your experience. Yeah. And then when I train people, of course, we go deeper, we need to go into details and so on. But that's kind of the, 
if you get that right, if you get if you understand that, then it's really good. But also understand that you it, it's not enough. I mean, normally you're probably good at one of them, perhaps yeah. two, seldom yeah. three. Yeah. But the problem is that if you only have clarity but no empathy, you will be very dominant, arrogant, insensitive, perhaps even a psychopath. You know, if if, if you only have energy but no clarity, then you run around like a clown. You yeah. don't want that. Yeah. You want to have all of them in some decent level and then focus on whatever you're really strong at. No, I love that. And excel in that as well. But I, it's, it's very, it's almost, it's, it's, it's very basic and simple, but also very practical. So I appreciate you sharing that. Any part of Yeah, I mean, studies have shown that you get a lot of more engagement from people. If, if you have empathy, you get a lot more engagement if you have high clarity and high energy when you speak yes. and so on. So it's just stats. It's... Uh, it's out there as, as facts, yeah. more or less. Yeah. So any anything, where can people find you? Uh, where can people reach out to you? Before we wrap up, I want people to be able to reach out to you if, if they're feeling inclined. Yeah, well, if you can spell my name. <laughs> then or say it right, other than, than not do what I did, right? <laughs> If you can spell Anthony Lassina, you'll probably see it in in the in the you know the titles and things like that in your in your podcast. I'm on LinkedIn. That's my only playground. Yeah, I have a, I have an obscure Instagram account, but don't don't bother with that one. It's it's LinkedIn that is my place where I share insights about communication, motivation, leadership, engagement, and so on. And your website, and, which is, and then I have my website, which is anthonylassina.com. And there you can see, there you can get, for instance, tons of videos, full keynotes actually are in there as well, and, and some of my books as well. Okay. And how about we end it with a gift to your audience as well? Absolutely, would love that. So if you uh, if you like what you heard here, if you think that the, what I have to say makes sense, then connect with me on LinkedIn. Tell me that you've listened to this podcast, and I will provide you with a hidden link on my page where you can download. And one of my books for free. It's called Employee Engagement, but it's really about workplace communication. So it's 20 keys to an outstanding workplace communication. Okay. Uh, it's a super simple book. I, I decided to put some constraints on it. So I only have 1200 characters per page. I, I have I, I made that my own kind of mission to be clear and concise mm -hmm. and use fewer, better words. So it's a super easy read, but it's uh, and, and it was a lot of fun to 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 make that book. And it's yours if you want it. But then you have to tell us that that you listen to this podcast. <laughs> okay. I love that. Thank you so much for making time to talk to me. I really uh, really have enjoyed our conversation. Thank you. Thank you so much. My pleasure. And for anyone out here listening, if you want want to connect with Anthony, please you can do that. You can find the links in the show notes below or you can do what he said and reach out to him on LinkedIn. Please mention that you have listened to this conversation and that you would like to take advantage of the free gift. Um, if you are providing client experiences in a unique and different way, and you would like to share your story, we want to hear from you. You can connect with me on my website at www.theallisonk.com. You can send me a message directly, and my, either myself or someone on my team will connect with you, and we'll start the booking process so that we can showcase what you're putting out into the world. Thank you so much for joining me, for all of your support. If you have a business colleague or friend that you think would benefit from hearing this conversation, please send the link to them as a free gift from me. You're welcome to do that yourself. Or if you like, connect with me and myself or someone on my team will be glad to take care of that for you. That's what I've got for you today, folks, on the podcast, Creating the World's Best Client Experiences. We will see you on the next episode.